And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday night right here in good old Bama Slamma. Yep, that's where we're at. And that means you're listening to Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Lasseter. No. Nope. Nope. You're... Although, um, once this is uh, like uploaded and live and you can hear it, comment if you can hear a fan in the background. <laughs> we, we will be genu- genuinely curious. I Yes, I am. I am genuinely curious about that myself. But before we get into that, like we always do at the start of every show, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. It's nice to have the doors closed. It is. All them Skeeter Hawks ain't flying in here and Ots fucking flapping in the fucking face and shit. Got a nice artificial breeze blowing through. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel too bad either. It's nice. And it's relatively warm outside. I might, uh, you know, I might go over and grab that can of air duster and flip her upside down and spray it in from the back. Yeah, because, you know, that's that's how I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> breathing in the chemicals. CO2, it won't kill you. Well, it won't do good things for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, Before we get into the show, funny story. This happened today. I fucked smooth off. That's all you need to know about <laughs> my part in the story. I fucked all the way off. So, I have this thing where... You know, we'll be in Walmart or Lowe's or somewhere, and I'll just randomly start speaking in a foreign accent. Usually Russian. Or Australian. Yes, but usually Russian. Either one. Today happened to be Russian. Matt needed a battery for an optic on his rifle. And being the professional character actor that I am... Once I get in character, I stay in character. We'll use the word professional loosely. (laughs) So, this is how it happens. We get up to the jewelry counter because CR2032 is a watch battery. Granted, for a big-ass watch, but you can get it at the jewelry counter. And we couldn't find the battery display just yet. I walk up to the counter. And... Woman asks me if I need any help, and I go, Duh. My comrade here is looking for a battery a CR2032. <coughs> out of all of the fucking people in Fort Payne, Alabama, out of all of the fucking people in Walmart, I encounter the one woman who... Happens to have some sort of Eastern European accent. Yeah, man, if it wasn't Russian, it was close. You, you know, maybe not, you know, maybe the Balkans or uh, like Croatia. Cro- you know, something. <laughs> something that used to fly under a red flag with a yellow hammer and sickle. Yeah, yeah, definitely because she was old enough that she would have lived through that. Whole Soviet era. Yes. And the moment I heard her speak, I fucked smooth <laughs> off. I was like, nope. Around the corner I go. I don't want to see this fucking train wreck. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. What are the fucking odds of that? 
I mean, for one, we're, we are in Fort Payne, Alabama. Just to give you an idea, I am looking up the current population of our county. It's like 14,000. That's uh, a little bit more than that. Last time I looked. Or maybe 14,000 was the city of Fort Payne. Okay. As of 2020, 71,430 people. In the county. In the county. <coughs> well, I will say this. Before today, I would have said slim and none. Now I've got to upgrade that to just slim. <laughs> none is no longer an option. Like, I, I didn't even know we had those kind of people living here. <laughs> I mean, we, we get people from everywhere, really, but I've, I've never rent. Okay. Case in point, every time we had an exchange student from at five, it was German or Spain. Yes. Every time. We never got a Russian. Never had a French. French, uh, England, never happened. No, it was either Germany or Spain. So, yeah, like the odds of that were pretty fucking slim. <laughs> so, but I stayed in character. Yes. I did, I did not waver. And I'm... Um, Sure, she went home and laughed her ass off. She probably did. <laughs> uh, it was rather fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. You, you just can't make this shit up. No. like, Why would you make that up? Oh, it's fantastic. So, now, before we get into the show. Again. Again. We're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors. Two Beards Talking is proudly sponsored by Toolman Tactical. Owned and operated in Alabama, Toolman Tactical offers quality polymer AR-15 and Glock magazines at affordable prices. With anti-tilt followers, the AR-15 magazines hold a true 32 rounds, while the Glock magazines hold 35 9mm rounds. Visit toolmantactical.com today and use code TBT30 to get 30% off your order. With $3 flat rate shipping, the more you buy, the more you save. New to podcasting and need episode ideas? Already have a show and looking for more engagement from guests? Check out Poddex. Poddex are decks of cards designed for new and current podcasters. Interview questions, episode ideas, would you rather, and so much more. Visit poddex.com today and use code BEARDS10 to get 10% off your order of any physical deck of cards. Offer not eligible for digital content. Order your Poddex today. And we're back. So, before we get into the actual content of the show, uh, speaking of our pod deck sponsor, I went ahead and got the full subscription to the digital library of pod decks. And it is so much more extensive than what the physical deck offers. Uh-huh. You know, the physical library deck of cards is you've got two decks of interviews, uh, would you rather, what the heck, and then episode ideas. Truth. Well, we're going to have a little bit of fun with the app here. So, Matt, on your command, you're going to tell me to stop. 
Stop. All right. Is it hammer time? Now you have one through four. Three. Sober living. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, I know all about this. <laughs> he says nervously into a microphone. Oh, you have chosen poorly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. All right. Now, just tell me when to stop. Mm, stop. How has sobriety given you more freedom in your life? Can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll pick another deck. Tell tell yeah. me when to stop. Uh, stop. All right. One through four. Um, three. This or that, volume one. Yay, I hate my life. <laughs> and tell me when to stop. Stop. New car smell or money smell and why? Money smell. Because that means I have money. <laughs> that right. one was easy. All right, tell me when to stop. Uh, stop. Pogo stick or stilts, and why? Fucking neither. <laughs> because they both suck. <laughs> oh, let's see what else we got on here. Uh, uh, Oreos or Chips Ahoy, and why? Uh, Chips Ahoy, because chocolate chip is greater than Oreo. But you can't split a Chips Ahoy apart and lick out all the goodness that's inside. I don't need to. <laughs> Oreo is the cookie with work. <laughs> I am more of a uh, high-speed, low-drag cookie kind of guy. Oh, uh, let's see here. Phone call or text and why? Text. See, for me, it really depends on the situation. No, it does not depend on the situation. It is always text. Always. Let's see here. Amelia Earhart or Joan of Arc? Uh, I can't go with Joan of Arc. Why? She was a badass. They both were. Okay, one flew a fucking plane and one murdered motherfuckers with a sword. I gotta pick the murdering motherfuckers with a sword. You know, if you believe what Family Guy tells us, Amelia Earhart died because she witnessed Charles Lindbergh flush the baby down the toilet. Which is uh, physically impossible, so... Fact-checking you there, Seth McFarlane. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I gotta go with badass woman that wasn't afraid to, like, murder people. Vincent Van Gogh or Pablo Picasso? <sighs> Van Gogh... But only because of his absinthe. Like, I don't like... <laughs> I, I don't like the art of either eye. Roller coaster, front or back? Front. Because I want to be the first motherfucker to die if this thing goes sideways. <laughs> I don't want to see it coming. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ah, here's a three-parter. Okay. 
potato chips, uh-huh. plain or sour cream and onion uh-huh. or barbecue. Actually, my favorite's not on there, but of the three, I would choose sour cream and onion. I got to go barbecue. See, my favorite is actually salt and vinegar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they totally misspelled that word. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be Sudoku. Uh-huh. They wrote Sukoku. Well, at least I didn't put Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way different thing. Oh, Jesus. Tornado or hurricane? Like the natural disaster? Yes. Uh... Well, I've seen plenty of tornadoes. I've been in my share of both. Uh, They suck. I feel like hurricanes suck less. So I got to go with hurricane. (sighs) Yeah, maybe. I just feel like hurricanes suck less. Tornadoes don't last as long as hurricanes. Yeah, I get that, but they also are like... Well, that's why I'm saying, like, I, I agree. I, <laughs> They're, like, ultra-violent for 15 seconds, <laughs> and then it's over with, and, you know, mild discomfort for five days. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd, again, I'd much rather have tornado over. And, and the reason why, again, one, the, dur- the duration. The longest you're going to have to deal with a tornado is... Three to five minutes. Unless it's April 27th. <laughs> then you had to deal with them for a solid 24 hours. Every fucking where in the state of Alabama. Yeah, but what? I, but I'm saying a singular tornado, the longest <laughs> you're going to have to deal with it, unless it just has a vendetta against you, is three to five minutes. It's going to move in. It's going to fuck your shit up. And then it's going to move on. Uh, I think there was actually one on the ground that day for like 10 to 15 minutes. Like it had the longest path. Of any but, tornado in history. But you're you're not you're not you're not hearing me. Even if it had been the F five that hit Rainsville, you only had to deal with it for three to five minutes. And then it became somebody else's problem. Yeah, but um here's the thing about that hurricane. Uh it could be category one, which means you just kind of sit in your house and go, Man, I can't go outside. This kind of sucks. <laughs> it's a little windy outside. <laughs> it's it's a bit breezy. It's a good kite flying weather. <laughs> but uh, the tornado, it doesn't matter if it's an F1, it can still relocate your shit. <laughs> and by Alabama law, if it lands in my yard, it's mine. Yes. Those are Alabama laws. Let's see. We're going to pick a different category here. Philosophy. I'm curious about philosophy. Ooh, philosophy. Do we love ourselves more in the virtual world? <laughs> Do we love ourselves more in the virtual world and less in the real world? Yes. I agree. Uh, In the virtual world, you can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. In the real world, you are fucking limited. And too many people are getting comfortable with saying shit and not getting punched in the face. Well, there's that and there's instant gratification online. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Are we... A minuscule part of intelligent life in the universe. Uh, yes. <laughs> Very minuscule. So you think there's intelligent life elsewhere in the universe? Uh, yeah. Like it would be kind of asinine to think that we were the only intelligent life in the fucking universe. 
Mm. Aliens. I don't have the hair for it, but aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe this is a question in here. Fuck yes. <laughs> Will a curb on buying guns and arms reduce the number of shooting sprees in the world? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm a bad motherfucker and I really just want to shoot somebody, it's going to happen. That's just how crime works. Will artificial intelligence help increase human lifespan in the future? Possibly. But uh, would it be beneficial, though? Like... If I if you say, hey, I can replace all your organs and you can live to be 200. Yeah, but do I fucking want to? <laughs> That's, yeah. Like, cool, but, you know, maybe I don't want to live that long. Do parallel universes exist? Uh, I would like to think so. I, actually, not not even so much parallel. I would like to uh, multiverse theory. I like the multiverse theory. Okay. Hmm. Let's see here. What question do you want to ask the universe? Why me, you cocksucker? <laughs> Oh, I'm curious about this. How dare you, Dick? Well, fucking get after it. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. For all my letter kidney fans out there. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this question. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Was there ever a time in your life that you thought you were going to die? There's been a couple. <laughs> Pretty sure I was involved in at least one of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, a couple of them. There were some car surfing incidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you never know. Like, you leave to go car surfing, you might die. Let's see here. Also, you know, when you're riding a motorcycle and you ride through grass <laughs> and hit the pavement at 35 miles an hour, whatever. Oh, God. I'm... <laughs> I don't know why anybody ever asks this question. What is a secret that you have never told anyone before? I don't have any of those. And the reason why is because if you did have one, why? Well, oh, why would you let that secret go now? If you've been, say it's something, you know, from hell, just six months ago. Yeah. Why would you break that individual's trust? Uh, I don't think it's talking about somebody else's secret. I think it's talking about something of your own. Have you ever eaten food from the floor? Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, five-second rule. And sometimes you have to break into the ten-second rule. If you could have someone else's life for one day, who would it be? Now, this is going to be a dick move on my part, but it's going to be Elon Musk. And and here's why. Because well, okay, let me ask you: Do I retain the knowledge that I'm actually somebody else? Oh, because if I retain the knowledge that I'm actually somebody else, so many people's houses are getting paid off, <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting new cars and all kinds of cool shit to play with. 
<laughs> and Elon Musk is going to be fucking pissed the next day. This is a and, and I, you know what? I'm going to ask this one. What is the most romantic thing that has ever been done for you? Is fucking nothing an answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually on the other end of that one. Uh, oh, it, confession time. Oh, hell. And, and you can't dodge this one. You have to say yes or no. Have you ever gone to the bathroom in the pool? Yes or no. You said I had to say yes or no. <laughs> I mean, everybody has. Right? Like, look, I, I got to piss, right? I, I, I'm not getting out of the shower to do it. Why the fuck would I get out of the pool? Yeah, well, I mean, for one, you know, in the shower. <laughs> Little trick we learned in the military. Um, pissing on your feet will actually help with athlete's foot. Yeah, um, also, here's the thing. I piss in the pool. I swim away. It's somebody else's problem now. <laughs> uh, let's see. And that blue dye is bullshit. It doesn't exa- exist. When was the most embarrassing time that you passed gas? <sighs> see, I don't have an answer to that one because, like, I used to just bust ass in class for no reason. <laughs> Like the urge would hit me and I'm like, well, time to let her fly because I don't give a fuck. Let's see here. Have you ever had a crush on your teacher slash professor? Fuck yes. (laughs) I'm curious to know who. Uh, Not the one you would think. Um, It was actually a, a, a math teacher. She was only at five for a couple of years. I believe you had her. Mm. I think you were in that class with me. And I cannot for the life of me remember her fucking name. So the only math teachers that I recall having were Coach Edge. No. Mr. Forrester. No. Ms. Evans. No. (laughs) Forrester had a better chance than Ms. Evans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I, d- I, I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, I think she shared Coach King's classroom. It was either Coach King or Miss Chandler's classroom that she shared. Um, but she was smoking hot. Just say her fucking name. I don't remember it. Like, I had her for, like, one class. She was at five for, like, maybe two or three years. I think her sister taught at Sylvania. But I cannot remember her name. But she was smoking hot. Wow. Some of these questions, man. (laughs) Do you have a favorite adult store? No. (laughs) I live in the Bible Belt. There's one over right between uh, Boaz and Gadsden. It scares me that you know that. There's a fucking billboard advertising it as you go into Fort Payne. A likely fucking story, sir. I will show it to you the next time we go down the fucking mountain. Please rephrase that. (laughs) (laughs) I will show you the billboard the next time we go down the mountain. Thank you. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, you'd have to think long and hard about this one. <laughs> <laughs> what is the meanest thing that you have done? 
well, that could be subjective. <laughs> <laughs> because what someone might find mean, I might find fucking hilarious. Case in point, <laughs> I will not use any names as so as not to disparage the victim. Initials. Uh, WC. Uh, had a crush on me in high school. And... Yeah. <laughs> so, um, she came up to me one day and just gave me a hug out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, bubble, personal space. <laughs> and said, and I quote, I'm so happy I lost 15 pounds. Me, being the asshole that I was, looked over her shoulder directly at her ass and said, guess what? I just found it. Oh. <laughs> Needless to say... That wasn't an issue anymore. Wow. I never said I wasn't a dick. <laughs> never once did I say that. Oh, Jesus. Let's see here. Now we're in what the fuck. Oh, what the fuck. What type of contest do you think would be fun to judge? And you cannot say wet t-shirt contest. Um, well, see... I could contest mean sporting event as well? Anything that you could judge. I would love to be a judge at an MMA event. That'd be fucking dope. Okay. Like fucking arm bar and face scarring, man. If you could have anything named after you, what would it be? Or what would you want it to be? I don't know. Because I I just can't think of anything that I want to saddle with my name. Have you ever had a this can't be happening moment and what was it? So I'm at Walmart today, right? (laughs) 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 Just saying. Okay. All right. All right. Again, some of these questions. What is the sexiest and least sexy name? And you can't use your own. Why the fuck would I? <laughs> um, I got to say that Gertrude's not a very sexy name. Or, or Agatha. <laughs> or, or Agatha. That's not a very sexy name. Uh, as far as sexy goes... Um, maybe a bit partial, but, uh, you know, Scarlet. <laughs> Antonia. Who? Antonia. The fuck is that? It's the female version of Antonio. Nope, nope. Too close <laughs> to Antonio for me. <laughs> you said Antonia, and I was like, Banderas? <laughs> no, that's Antonio. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Could be his daughter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. What? No. Sorry to any really pretty females that are named Gertrude out there, but (laughs) your name just don't do it for me. What gives you the creeps? We're taking a close, personal, in-depth look at Matt's life here. What gives me the creeps? I don't know. Hmm. 
That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. What slogan or jingle got stuck in your head forever? Fuck you, McDonald's. (laughs) I'm loving it. (laughs) I'll tell you the one that got me was two of them. J.G. Wentworth. (laughs) (laughs) Call J.G. Wentworth. (laughs) He's cash now. And call Goldberg 800-600-6014. See, that that J.G. Wentworth one, man. (laughs) Dude, those fucking opera commercials they used to do. Holy fuck. Yep. (laughs) Okay, imagine. It's uh, Wednesday night. You've fallen asleep. You're you're 16 years old. And then out of nowhere, I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. And a chorus line of J.G. Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW, wakes you up. That's fucking terrifying. And this one, this one you'll only get if you're from Alabama. Call me, Alabama. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to call him up one. Next time I get rear-ended by a fucking 18-wheeler, I'm going to call him up and say, Hey, Alabama. The, the next time you get rear-ended by an 18-wheeler, you need to pull your ass out of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> they have a tendency to not stop. What Guinness World Record do you think you could break in the future? You know, years ago, I would have said sleeping. like, <laughs> But now I don't sleep that much anymore. We actually, we we started working on attempting one together for you. Oh, yeah. Most free throws made in a minute or something yeah. like that. If we, dude, I, I think if I had like a rack of basketballs, I might be able to do that. <coughs> but it's that whole you having to rebound and get it back to me thing that yep. cuts time. Uh, what's the best Wi-Fi name you've seen? Definitely not the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. A friend of mine has his set as a van down by the river. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Chris Farley references. I like it. Uh, Let's see here. What would be the creepiest thing you could say while passing a stranger on the street? I've got a good one for this one. I know yours for this one, but I can't think of it off the top of my head because I'm just going to go with that one. Don't you just, steal mine. Because that is pretty fucking creepy. <laughs> but I can't, I can't think of another one. Mine is enjoy the next 24 hours. <laughs> Which is the creepiest way to say have a nice day. Yes. We say have a nice day all the time. Enjoy the next 24 hours is just another way of saying it. But the way it's said <laughs> would imply <laughs> that you're probably not going to survive much longer after that. What strange thing would you like to happen at your funeral to make people laugh? Um, well, not so much at my funeral, but after my funeral, I would love for somebody to grab my phone and text everybody that came and say, thanks for coming. <laughs> Just send out one group text yeah, to everybody. <laughs> thanks for coming. Or, you know, we can we can put tasers in the coffin and everybody gets a taser and, you know, 
Last, last one standing gets all your shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, you got to. Okay, so if you go first, you got to give me access to your Facebook. Uh-huh. And then every so often, I'll get on your Facebook and I'll post update statuses. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's hot down here. <laughs> Could someone send me a glass of water? <laughs> Where's the fucking AC? <laughs> look, I've done talk to Satan five fucking times about, you know, look, I, I, I would go halves with him on the fucking bill if we could just turn the AC on. He's like, nope, not happening. Yeah, he, he's a cold nature person. Likes his heat. What's the most embarrassing or worst thing your parents ever caught you doing? I never got caught doing anything embarrassing. I only got caught doing shit that was mildly illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just another kind of tragedy for your, for your fucking life. If you could replace one body part with a bionic replacement, which would you choose? No. Just just one? Just one body part. Damn it, because, man, having bionic legs and just being able to, like, what up, jump over a fucking building? That'd be dope as shit. <laughs> but it's only one. Dude, give me, like, one Jack's arm. <laughs> so I can just, like, punch the fuck out of somebody. Uh, let's see here. You thought I was going to go with penis, didn't you? I really did. No. What are the unwritten rules of where you work? I'm, I'm genuinely curious about this. Uh, let's see here. Um, don't get caught saying shit that we say every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we... we like, one of my coworkers, um, her favorite phrase is fucking shitballs. <laughs> Anytime something goes wrong, you'll just hear it go, fucking shitballs. And I'm like, okay, like, don't maybe say that when the bigger bosses are here. So that's like a thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you would sleep with either of these items. Okay. <laughs> would you rather sleep wearing handcuffs or a bike helmet? Um, I have a funny story about the first. Oh, God. <laughs> and I would choose bike helmet because you never know when shit might fall on your head. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, there is this one time I, I made a poor judgment on who I took to bed. And, uh, oh, man. <laughs> my friends didn't stop me from making said poor judgment. So uh, when I woke up, I was like, well, can't unring that bell. But God damn it, one of you fuckers is going to pay for this. So I handcuffed Kenny to himself. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, hilarity ensued after that because this this man did not know he was handcuffed to himself in his sleep until he woke up went to rub his eyes and both hands hit his face at the same fucking time <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus so uh appreciate it guys let's see here Uh-huh. If you were a villain or criminal mastermind, what would be your calling card? I don't know. I'd probably just steal the batteries out of your fucking remote. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, fuck, I'd steal the whole goddamn remote. Just drive by and change the channel. 
Let's see. I'm going to look at just a couple of these NSFW. <laughs> oh, boy. Have you ever stolen anything from your workplace? Fuck yes. Not the current one. <laughs> but fuck yes. Good save. <laughs> Nobody I work with listens to this show. Have you ever come to work really hungover? Fuck yes. <laughs> Not the current one. <laughs> but yes. Have you ever tried edible underwear? Actually, no. No. I've not liked Let's see here. Have you ever drank alcohol on the job? Fuck yes. <laughs> However, not the current one. <laughs> no, I did. I fucking used to get hammered at Pizza Hut. <laughs> and I, I, what are they going to do? Fire me again? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Used to get drunk at Pizza Hut and use a Ouija board at the same time. Uh, describe, describe your most embarrassing wardrobe malfunction. It wasn't really embarrassing because I didn't give a fuck. But you remember the trip pants I used to wear back in the day? Yeah. Super baggy. Yeah. They were super baggy on me because I couldn't find a pair that fit me. And so I'm at a, I'm at a party at my buddy's house. And... As I'm walking to go talk to somebody, uh, somebody stepped on the bottom of my pants. And I'm fucking pretty drunk at this point. And as I'm walking, they just kind of hit my ankles. And I just said, fuck it, and just walked out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Did the rest of the party in my boxers. So, mine, and, yeah, this isn't really so much of a wardrobe malfunction, as it is just an embarrassing moment involving clothing. So you remember the really popular T-shirts that people used to get all the time from JSU, don't you? Uh, Vaguely? The ones that said cocky on the front? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cocky is the name of the school mascot at Jacksonville State University. Yes, true story. So when I was stationed in North Carolina, I had one of these shirts. And I had worn it out one night and a buddy were, had gone out. That was the shirt that I chose to wear. And we stopped at Waffle House on the way back to the barracks. Uh-huh. And our waitress, she saw my shirt and she was like, oh my God, let me have that shirt. Uh-huh. Jokingly, I was like, you know what? You pay for my meal. You can have it. Uh-huh. And when she brought us the tickets, all she brought was my buddy's ticket. And I was like, uh, hey, you, you, for, you, for, you forgot my ticket. She said, no, no, I didn't. I, I, paid, I paid for your meal, not giving my shirt. <laughs> my buddy looks at me, and he was like, bro, you, you said it. And I was like, God damn it. She called your bluff hard. Now, this was the embarrassing part of it. Your nipples were pierced. No. Oh, well, damn. Another friend of mine from the barracks had convinced me to nair my chest the day before. <laughs> Please tell me it was a dick and balls. Please tell me it was a dick and balls. No. Aww. <laughs> but I had one of the worst fucking breakouts on my chest from that shit. Yeah. Like, 
it it was fucking horrible. And in the middle of Waffle House, took my shirt off and gave it to her. <laughs> that was a uh, that was that was interesting. See, I have I have a, I have a shirt thing too. Uh, uh, okay, it, it wasn't embarrassing. Uh, you you would have been in the band at this time, right? Uh, you remember my first car? Yeah, the old green Escort. Yep, the little okay. green Goblin. Yes, yeah, sir. So, uh, it was the night before the first day of band camp, and I had went to a party at David's house. Okay, and just got fucking annihilated. <laughs> like, I was to a level of fucked up I had never been before. <laughs> uh, fun times. So I wake up, and I was like, fuck, I don't have any clean clothes here. And I was like, dude, um, I'll, like, I'll, I'll go commando in two days some shorts. I don't care. But I, I at least need a clean shirt. And David's like, I just go grab one out of my closet. And I was like, cool. So I went and took a shower, grabbed a shirt out of his closet, threw it on. Didn't even look at the thing. Threw it on. Get to uh, the band room. I pull up because I always parked in front of the right beside the gym. Right. Look down, and practice starts in like fucking ten minutes. I look down, and what shirt am I wearing? I'm wearing a shirt that says "Show me your tits." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, this won't fucking do." <laughs> so I uh, have ten minutes. To get to my house and back. And I made it. I remember that day. (laughs) I left out of there fucking sideways. I remember that day. Because if I'd have came out of that fucking car with that shirt on, Henson would have shit a golden brick. Every female in that band room would have shit a golden brick. A couple of them might have taken it at its word. (laughs) Some of them might have. Every parent that was dropping off seventh graders that used to be sixth graders would have shit a golden brick and i was like this is not how i want this season to start (laughs) i'll go change yep so yeah that's just some of the fun that you can have with pod decks yeah just some of it so if you're already having a podcast or you're thinking about starting a podcast just saying Beards 10, you can get 10% off a deck of cards. Oh, good segue. All right. Segwayed back into the ad. They already heard it once. They're like, this motherfucker. <laughs> we need to come up with some fucking annoying ass, catchy little jingle. So that way when people hear it, they'll be like 10 years from now, they'll be going down the road and uh, God damn it. It's that fucking jingle about the goddamn pod decks. You know, actually, I've, I've, I've heard a bunch of YouTubers say that if you say something three times in a row, it gets stuck in people's head. Yes. So, I mean, just, just start doing that. <laughs> like, every time you mention one of our ad spots, just do it three times in a row. That's probably why late at night. Because, you know, people leave the TV on sometimes. Some people leave the TV on at night when they fall asleep. I always, it's not that I try to leave the TV on. You just fall asleep watching TV. Yeah, like, I'll be sitting there watching a movie, and then, like, I wake up, and my TV's off, and it's four in the morning. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that happened again. You know, back in the days of cable television. Uh, this was, like, last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm saying, like, back in the days of cable te- television. You know, wake you, up to infomercials. Wake up to infomercials, or the same ad playing three times in a row. <laughs> oh, dude, no. What was even worse? Uh, there was two things. Worse than that. 
So when I was really, really young, like I would say like four, maybe five years old. Right. At like three in the morning, if the TV was still on, you would wake up and it would just be nonstop people saluting the flag or putting their hand over their heart, national anthem, over yep. and over again. So like that was annoying. And then what became annoying after that is when you'd be on a certain channel and it would go off air. Yeah. <laughs> that shit just wakes you up in the middle of the fucking night. You're like, what the fuck? And how do I kill it? <laughs> Jeez. So I saw this meme the other day on Facebook. Because, uh-huh. you know, that's where memes live. Well, there and Twitter and Instagram. And- yeah. So. Probably true social. I, I think I think I sent I think I sent you this meme. It's possible, but uh, I'm trying to find it here. I got it saved on my phone just for this occasion. Just for this occasion, and to share with people too, because you know, yes, yes, yes. You, you never know. Here it is. When you finally make it to middle class. Oh, yeah, you totally sent me that. And inflation gets so high, it makes you lower class again. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm getting fucking close, man. So, the new job that I started recently, I'm, I'm, I'm being paid very well for the area that I live in. Yeah. Um... You know, one of those kind of areas where I can pay my bills, make sure everything's taken care of, and still have money to do shit when I'm done. Like start a business. Yes. Oops. (laughs) That was an accidental adventure. Yep. (laughs) So, the way things are going right now, gas, as of today, what I saw today, was at like 418 a gallon. Dude, I paid four twenty five the other day. There are places in this country where gas is over five dollars a gallon, Dude, over six dollars a gallon. There are places in California where it's already like seven something a gallon. Yeah, and I can't help but wonder what fucking good. Are we doing the American people by sending 40 billion fucking dollars to Ukraine? Ah, segue. Yeah. Uh, Well, not only that. Let's see. In the first, I don't know, week that Biden was in office, he shut down the uh, batter. Happy? Yeah, yeah. He uh, shut down a pipeline, the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. Uh, He has now uh, suspended uh, oil and gas leases on federal lands, new oil and gas leases on federal lands. Yeah, yeah. We have stopped any drilling in Alaska, any offshore drilling in the Gulf of Mexico. And then people are like, damn this war with Putin making our gas so fucking expensive. No, motherfucker. It's your president making your gas so fucking expensive. I've seen it. Uh, I've been a part of it. And I do not enjoy it. Um, It would, you know, you know, for all the thoughts that Donald Trump had, you know, the mean words, 
I can afford to drive. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, I could I could really go for some, you know, dollar eighty something a gallon and some bean tweets right about now. Yeah. Uh you know, the, everybody's like inflation, blah blah blah, inflation. You know you know, you know what? Inflation only exists because you know, governments make it happen. Yep. Uh it's not in tr- you can't find inflation in nature. That doesn't, it's not naturally occurring. Nope. Uh, you know, governments make that shit happen. The same as uh, stagnant wages. Governments make that shit happen. <coughs> and, uh, you know, it's really annoying to uh, look, at my ge- look at my paycheck and be like, oh, cool. This used to buy this many goods, and now it only buys this many goods. It's, uh, you know, I, I gotta say it's, it's not all Biden's fault, but it's a lot Biden's fault. Yeah. And sending $40 billion to Ukraine. Why? I don't care about the Ukraine. Hey, if you're listening in the Ukraine, sorry about your luck. I just don't care. Yeah. And it's not that we don't care. It's just not our problem. No, I, I legitimately don't, just don't care. I mean, like you know, I, I I feel for you. I sympathize with you. You fucking knowingly lived next to Russia. <laughs> you had every opportunity to get the fuck out, and you chose not to. Well, I mean, that's on you. The Ukraine, 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 huh? Ukraine, Ukraine can't just fucking pack up and move away. No, but the people in it could have been like, you know what? We're a little too close to this fucker. Uh, what do you say? We just uh. Up over here to Europe, <laughs> you know, like England or Ireland or Sweden, <laughs> any of these places you, that don't directly touch Russia. I'm just gonna have to. I think Sweden check something might here real quick. I think Sweden might, but I don't think Ireland does because it's a fucking island. I know England doesn't. So, um, telling them to go over into Europe does no good because uh, Ukraine is in Europe. Yeah, they're in uh, Western Europe. But you said, you know, come over here to Europe. They're already in. Yeah, but you know what they're not in? The EU or NATO. That's why they're getting their shit pushed in right now. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, if you would have taken your families and gotten the fuck away from Russia, you wouldn't be getting your shit pushed in right now. And, you know, at that point, if there's nobody in Ukraine, who really gives a fuck if Russia takes it back? There's nobody there. You can have it. Happy birthday. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of there. Sorry. Yeah, again, you know, I feel for you. I, I sympathize for you. But it's not my problem. Look, I don't even sympathize for you. And the reason I don't sympathize for you is because I have to pay more in taxes so that you can fight a war you're going to fucking lose anyway. Like, we've got to stop this whole thing. You hear, you hear so many people say, oh, $40 billion isn't, uh, 
gonna fix everything over uh, fucking leave Elon alone about trying to fix everything and fucking world hunger and all that shit. Here's the thing about forty billion dollars. Um that goes a long way in bringing back essential American manufacturing. Yeah. Like uh, you know, the fact that most of our medicines aren't made here. Yep. Uh most of our electronics. Computer chips, rather. Not not even just the electronics, the computer the actual chipsets that we need aren't made here. They're made in Taiwan. Uh waiting on China to take that one. Dicks. Uh so, you know, $40 billion goes a long way to bring a manufa- American manufacturing back to America. Which, you know, it's amazing. If you bring American manufacturing back to America, it creates jobs, bolsters the economy, and might offset fucking inflation. Huh. Wonder why the Democrats don't want to do that. Hmm. Or, or better yet, wonder why the Republicans don't want to do that, because they also voted to send all that money to fucking Ukraine. Thanks, Congress, Senate, all you bitches. You know, here's the thing about it. I'm all about helping out a worthy cause. I'm all about helping out our allies. I'm all for it. Ukraine's not one of our allies. But we need to make sure our shit is unfucked first. Yeah, you know, you know what do they tell you when a plane's going down? Put your head between your knees and kiss your ass goodbye? No, you secure your mask before you help secure the mask of the person beside you. That too. I never listened to the fucking plane briefings. (laughs) Our mask is just dangling in the fucking wind. It's been ripped out the fucking window, and it's 5,000 miles back that way, and we're like, here, Ukraine, let's help you get this mask on. No, secure your own, fucker. Yep. That's that's (laughs) a thing that we need to do. Yeah. It would just be so nice to, you know... See politicians actually care about their own country rather than someone else's country. Yeah. You know, uh, it's oddly enough that a lot of the Democrats don't think that we should have borders between America and Mexico. They think that should just be free range. You should walk across whenever you want. But they are very strict that Ukraine has a border and it's been crossed and that is wrong. You're no borders until you need money for a war machine. Now you're all about them borders. Yep. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, give me back my $40 billion. Or at least what I paid into it. Oh, probably 50 cents because we're broke bitches. But, well, probably. You know, <laughs> it was my 50 cents. I didn't want to send it. Exactly. You know, like, like, like Matt said, we got to secure our own mask before we can worry about helping someone else with their mask. And, and you know what? Um, at this point in time in the game, it's an every man for themselves situation. Like, yeah, sorry, like our our country is like falling the absolute fuck apart, and you're worried about sending aid to all these other countries that fucking hate us. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Yeah, that one, that exact one. But we, we spend so much t- time giving money to countries that hate us that why? Our money has bought us no goodwill. Do the, you, you think the people in Iraq and Afghanistan like us any better? Fuck no. You, you think the people in Ukraine 
actually give a shit what happens in America? Uh, no. No, they don't. If America fell tomorrow, you think Ukraine's going to send us $40 billion? <laughs> nope. They're not going to refund that check. They're like, oh, sorry, it's already cash, already spent. No refunds. Like, what What are we getting out of the deal? We getting... That is the, that is the best thing I can say for Donald Trump is every time he would go to a meeting, he'd be like, okay... I see what you want us to do for you. What are you going to do for us? Oh, nothing? Well, then you have no deal. Yeah. Like, every time, he would be like, if you're not going to do something for us, then we're not going to do anything for you. He went straight to NATO and was like, we're paying how much into NATO? How much are you paying? Why are we paying so much more than you? You should pay your fair share or we're going to leave NATO. And they were like, uh, no, we, we can't have America leaving NATO because we are the thing that gives NATO its backbone. Yep. Because no one puts more money into fucking military infrastructure than America. We are NATO's backbone. If we left NATO, NATO would crumble. I'm all for that. Fuck NATO. I don't think that we should have a treaty organization that says if a member state is attacked, then all member states are attacked. No, motherfucker, you're just having a bad week. Yep. And it's not my problem. Just like if we get invaded, no one else is coming to our aid. They're going to be like, well, America brought it on themselves. Yep. All right, right, cool. Keep that same energy when you get invaded. You brought that shit on yourself. Mm. I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> oh God! And what was it your what was it your uncle was telling us yesterday about Pelosi? I don't remember. Uh, something about uh, com- uh, she can no longer take oh, yeah, communion. She, she can no longer take the, the the holy sacrament of communion. I, because of uh, abortion. Yeah, because of her uh, extreme stance on abortion, they will no longer allow her to take communion. I feel like that should just be any Democrat, though. Like, any Catholic Democrat should just not, like, why are you picking Nancy Pelosi? That seems like an arbitrary place to draw the line. Like, oh, you're all good. You have the same beliefs. You're all good. But she, no, not her. Like, and, you know, all right, so I'm not a religious individual. I think you are too, but only when Auburn's playing Alabama. <laughs> no, not even then. I've seen you pray. <laughs> please score a touchdown. Please score a touchdown. Please score a touchdown. No, usually it's, yeah, this is typical. <laughs> Get a nice lead in the first half and then just fucking blow it in the second half. Yeah. So back to your not religious thing. You know, like I said, I'm not a religious person. I personally believe religion is nothing more than another man-made construct designed to control people. It's been doing so for about uh, 5,000 years. Um, you know, I, and, and especially Christianity. Um, I, t- I take issue with a establishment that has a rule that says it's bad to kill. But then for hundreds of years... Thousands of years went around killing people in the name of their deity. Well, every religion does that. You can't pick a religion that, well, maybe the Buddhist. (laughs) I was about to say. (laughs) Maybe the Buddhist. 
But maybe not even them. I don't know. Uh, like Pagans. Don't you dare say pagans. No, I'm saying they didn't. You're saying the pagans didn't? I'm saying they didn't go out and fight entire fucking wars. They had wars fought against them. Have you ever heard of a little thing called the fucking Vikings? They were pagans, sir. They were pagans, yes, but they weren't going out trying to fucking murder people because they weren't fucking establishing their religion. They were just conquering fucking lands. They were still <laughs> killing motherfuckers. They were not like, in the name of their fucking god. It didn't hurt the fact that their gods were with them. And it also, you know, there's nothing in paganism that says thou shalt not kill. Uh, no, there's not. I mean, the Wiccan has Wicca has the harm none you know threefold law it's this whole thing but uh but i'm just saying like <laughs> there there were several viking tribes that would there were but again there was nothing in their tenets that said don't go killing people matter of fact i think it was the exact opposite i think it was we encourage you to go out and conquer these lands and murder their people if you if you ever want to okay so like i don't have an issue with religion itself uh, I have a, I have an issue with the institution thereof. If you want to be a religious person, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying don't be. I'm just me personally. This is the issue that I see with it. Um, if now, you want to believe in it, that's fine. That's all well and good. More power to you. Um, you know, if if, if you, want, my whole problem is, I've never needed a book to tell me not to kill people. You know, you're just, you just kind of know that's not right to end someone else's life. Uh, because that's, that's really all the Bible is. It's just a tenet of this is how you should live your life. You shouldn't kill people. You shouldn't steal. You shouldn't do these things. They are wrong. They're immoral. Yep. Um, and that's all fine and good if you live by those tenets. The, the issue I have is where they kind of contradict themselves. Hey, you shouldn't kill. Yeah, but what if he prays to a different guy than I do? Oh, well, in that case, stab away, sir. I mean, you know, there, there, was, there was this little thing way, way back in the day called uh, the Crusades. That was reactionary. That was not, that, that was reactionary. Eh, was it, though? Yes, Muslims were wholesale slaughtering the actual dick out of fucking pilgrims. They were, yes, but so that then, was very much reactionary. But you know, it, like, okay, we kind of proved our point. We can stop. No, we're just gonna keep on fucking trucking. I mean, if you're winning, <laughs> um, Spanish Inquisition. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one. Uh, Salem witch trials. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, every religion has something fucked up about it. Every religion. Mm, I don't know about Buddhists. you never seen a Buddhist monk self-emulate? Or emulate, rather? Yes, yes, I have. I, yeah, rem I remember the picture. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. I believe so strongly in my religion, I shall set myself on fire. Or don't, maybe. Let's use our words. <laughs> Because I don't give a shit how strongly I believe in it. I'm not setting myself on fire. Fuck that. Yeah. Um. 
I believe wholeheartedly in the Second Amendment. I am not burning myself over that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to happen. You know, like, so I completely forgot where I was going with this as far as Pelosi is concerned. Uh, her stance on abortion and not being able to take communion. Yeah, no, like, I, I remember that part. I just, I just forgot the point that I was trying to make. Probably something like it makes no sense to have an uh, opinion about abortion when you don't follow your own tenets. Something along those lines. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean. Fuck, I had it and I lost it. If, if you think, it doesn't make sense. I mean, telling Nancy Pelosi that she can't take communion, does she really care? Probably not. It's a badge of honor to her. Like, I felt so strongly for this thing that this thing happened to me. Now you should vote for me. You know, let's, I mean, let's just look at it logically. Um, wasn't Pelosi one of the ones that was in favor of shutting down businesses and all that other shit during the pandemic? Yeah, yeah it kind of happened. Um, wasn't Pelosi the one who, despite all of the guidelines and ordinances in place um, went and had her hair done at a salon while not wearing a mask and all that other shit. Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, yeah I, th- I seem to recall security camera footage of that happening. You know? Yeah, it was, it was an event. It, it took place. You know? it's, not, it's not like, you know, they, they called up a personal hairdresser of hers and had this hairdresser come to the house. No, no. No, this was a, hey, I need my hair done. Open your fucking business so I can get it done. Yeah. Even though we ordered you to close your business. Yeah, that, that happened. You know, that, that whole that whole rules for thee, not for me. Um I don't I don't I don't I don't really like that. Yeah. There are there are quite a there's 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 a very good number of people on both sides of the aisle who have forgotten the fact that they work for the people. We don't work for them. They work for us. Biden is one of those people who has forgot that and admitted as much on fucking camera. Yeah. That's, uh... Well, I mean, let's let's look at it. Biden's been in politics for forty years, and you know, I found I found a video. Did you did you found a video? I found a video. It popped up in my memories recently. Ooh. Was it that two A thing? No, it wasn't the two A thing. Um, no, this was a, a video talking about Biden from like the eighties. Uh huh. Where. Even back then, Biden was a fucking straight-up liar. Well, he's a politician, isn't he? And, you know, this is what I miss about the media back then. Everybody called his ass out on his bullshit. Yeah. And, I mean, like, he... The instance they were referring to in this video, he lied about uh, degrees that he had earned. Uh-huh. He lied about uh, where he finished in his law class. Yeah. He plagiarized speeches. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his whole, okay, 
his whole uh, campaign slogan, Build Back Better, he stole that from Europe. <laughs> that was a slogan from Europe. They were they they've been say they said that in I think the UK Parliament. We're saying that we were going to build back better, and he stole that from them. And yeah, people wonder why we don't trust politicians. Gee, I wonder. You know, this is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned a whole world. Damn right. This is one of the. This is one of the biggest reasons why we need to have term limits for all politicians. Not just the president, not just the vice president, but for all members of Congress. For, hell, I would even go so far as to say for the fucking Supreme Court justices. Yeah, but theirs has to be a little bit longer. See, all right, so eight years for the president. Yeah. Eight years for Congress offsetting. Yeah. And I would say, I would say 12 years for Supreme Court justice. I think Supreme Court justice needs to be generational. I think it needs to be at least 20 years. And that's simply because if you have, if you're changing Supreme Court justices, every time you turn around, precedents are getting changed every time you turn around. So abortion's legal this year, might not be legal next year. I think that one needs to be generational. All right, I could, I could, I could settle on twenty for Supreme Court justices. I mean, and, and and like I said, I don't have a dog in the abortion fight. I'm just saying, like, it would be really stupid to be changing precedents every five to six years. Yeah. So, like I said, eight years for president, eight years for Congress, offsetting. So, just using. Simple numbers. 2022, president gets elected. 2024, congressional elections. Yeah. And eight years max for both. And actually, you had that backwards because the president doesn't get elected in 2022. I was just saying, I was using that for simple numbers. Well, yeah, but you could have used it in the opposite direction because this year is actually the midterms for Congress. It's you get what, what I'm saying. It's what I was getting at. Yeah, like. well, you get you get what I'm saying. But uh yeah, no, that that's there there needs to be term limits. There's for one, okay, Biden's been in power for 40 years. That is 40 fucking years. That is four decades. Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Um so take 2022 and subtract 40 from it. 1982. 1982. How much has changed in the world since 1982? In the world? Quite a fucking lot. How much has changed just in America since 1982? I would still say quite a lot. Okay. These people that are making laws that govern our lives have not been in touch with our lives for 40 fucking years. They've not lived a normal life. They've not been an average American. They've been rich for 40 years. They make laws that pad their pockets. Yeah. They don't make laws to enrich us because they don't care about us. 
Because at the end of the day, they either get voted in or they're fucking still rich. They don't care because they know they've got 40 years. That's a, that's a lifetime. They can do whatever they want. Biden's family continues to get richer. Pelosi's family continues to get richer. All these politicians will continue to get richer because we're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll keep voting for the same shit over and over again. Because, you know, the lesser of two evils, that's what we should vote for. We've got to vote because, man, Pelosi's bad, but this other person's just worse than her. No, 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 that's not like, okay, if you said you were going to shoot me or stab me, it's still going to fucking suck. Can I, yeah. can I vote for neither of those? Oh, no, I only get, the, oh, it's binary. I only get, the, no, now it's binary. Now binary exists. I only get two options now. Yeah, no, uh, in the political arena, there's more than just red and blue. Yeah, there's more than red and blue. And even if it were only red and blue, there are still multiple people of the same ilk that you could be like, well, you know, that Republican sucks. This Republican's actually really good. Maybe we should throw some support at that guy. But no, that never happens. You just go with the devil you know. But the devil you know has been fucking you for 40 years. You know who I really miss in the political arena? Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. Yeah. And Ron Paul. And Ron Paul. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Trey Gowdy was good. Ted Cruz has got to go. And Jason Getz, too. Yeah. But uh, Ted Cruz has got to go. Uh, he needs to get voted out. I don't even Or get not, not Getz. Um, Chavez. I don't know. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. But yeah, Ted Cruz has got to go. He voted yes on the uh, Ukraine package. Shelby's got to go. He voted yes on the Ukraine package. Tuberville voted no. He voted no on the Ukraine package. Um, so, yeah, he can stay. But that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But any, I don't know, check the roster. Make sure he didn't vote yes on the Ukraine package. No, he's, he's not in there. <laughs> he's, 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 he's part of uh, Fox News now. Okay, I was just like, you got, I was looking at the roster of the votes, and I was surprised at some of the people that voted yes on that. I'm going to pull that up. Um, both, the Demo- both the Republicans from Tennessee voted no. Uh, Tommy Tuberville voted no. Shelby voted yes. Let's see, what was the name of this bill? I uh, would just, just, just look up voter roll for uh, Ukraine package or $40 billion Ukraine package. It'll get you there. That's how I looked it up earlier. All right. These are... And then you can click by home state, and it'll put them in alphabetical order by state. Uh, let's see here. These are the 11 Republican senators who voted against the bill. Is what this article is. Yeah. Senator Josh Hawley, Hawley of Missouri. He can stay. Senator Mike Lee of Utah. Stays. Senator Mike Braun of Indiana. Stays. Senator Mike Crapo. 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 I don't know. Something. Of Idaho. Okay, you can stay. Bill Haggerty of Tennessee. Yep. Arsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Yep. John Boozman of Arkansas. Yep. Roger Marshall of Kansas. Yep. Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming. Uh-huh. Rand Paul of Kentucky. Good on you. And Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. Yes. These politicians can stay. Every other politician that is up for election 
needs to be primaried and the fuck out of there. People, I don't think people comprehend how much $40 billion is. Uh, Let's do a simple experiment here. Let's see here. What you doing over there? I'm I'm looking for the full voter roll. Uh, just if if uh if if their name wasn't said, just primary them. Did it do? I'm looking up. I'm looking up a number. Uh. Assumptions. I like the assumptions. Let's say, let's say my income is uh, that uh, annual salary increases about five percent. Calculate. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I factored uh, thirty-five to sixty-five, right? Yeah. With a uh, fifty-thousand-dollar income. Uh, 5% annual increases in salary. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. It's never going to happen. But I figured on the high side, right? Based on your current earnings, it appears that you will earn $3,321,942 over the next 30 years. Okay? All right. What percentage of... Forty billion is three million dollars. What percentage of forty billion is three million? Uh, isn't that like point oh three? Let's see here, or roughly, give or give or take. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because I want to be exact on this. I want to say it's point oh something. I may I may be I may be adding in. One too many decimal points. Did it do? Point zero zero seven five percent. I didn't have enough decimal points. Okay. Point zero zero seven five percent. That is less than a hundredth. Uh, that's less than a thousandth. That is less than a thousandth by twenty five percent. In 30 years, I will not even amass a thousandth of a percent of the money that we are sending to the Ukraine. So how in the fuck can we afford to do that? Oh, oh, we're passing that debt on to my kids and my kids' kids and their kids' kids, provided America lasts that long. Yeah. We're just playing a nice little game of pass the fucking buck. Mm. Okay. That's less than a thousandth of a percent. Multiply that by 330 million. Will we get there? We, we, we probably, if we tax everybody at 100%, we could, probably pay, we could probably get that paid off. We could probably get that money back. See here, because the Ukraine's definitely not going to pay that back. We're not. We're never going to see that money again. (coughs) 
And that's mm. provided that everybody made $50,000 in the starting year and got a 5% annual increase over 30 years. That's not going to happen for everybody. So... I am... I'm sitting here looking at the U.S. national debt right now. Oh, boy, it's just a ticking. Yeah, uh, it's it's like watching a fucking stopwatch running. Yeah. Um, the first number that is moving at a rate of less than or slower than one second is in the 100,000th spot. Yeah. That makes sense. It's it's moving at a rate of about one digit every two seconds. Yeah. So our national debt is increasing over $100,000 every two seconds. Yeah. Yes, it is. Currently, it is sitting at $30 trillion. Four hundred and sixty-four billion seven hundred and eighty-one million eight, and it just clocked over into eight hundred thousand. Yeah, <coughs> and if you watch that long enough, it'll be thirty-one trillion. Yep, because it just clocked over to seven hundred and eighty-two million. Yeah, it will. It won't take long to get to thirty-one trillion. It's. It won't. I'd say twenty-four hours, maybe. If that, to get another trillion dollars that we have to pay back, that we're never going to pay back. I mean, okay, so let's look at this logically. Uh, You've got a house. Yeah. Okay, you have a payment on that house. Yep. Okay, let's say you couldn't pay your payment. Mm Mm-hmm. How long do you think the bank would let you borrow money to keep paying your house payment before they said, whoa, no, 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 you've got to, you've eventually got to pay something back. Uh, I don't even, because I mean, the bank has already loaned me money on the house. Yeah, okay, so I'm not talking about your bank. Let's say you went to a different bank. Let's say for whatever, you went to Regions and Rainsville. Okay. And you're like, and let's say for whatever reason, your house payment's $600 a month. Let's say you were like, okay, Regents, um, every month I need a loan of $600 to pay my mortgage. Yep. And they foolishly agree to that. But then you don't pay back the 600 that you're borrowing from Regents. Uh, how long, how many months do you think it's going to be before Regents goes, hey, listen, dude, um, we need some of that money back. Yep. So how long is it going to be before some other nation calls our debt? Uh, yeah, that's um, it's an interesting way of looking at it for sure. Um, yeah we we need to start uh, we need to start hitting up some of these people that we've loaned money to and said hey. It's time to collect. Oh, you ain't got the money? Let me send my friend Bruno over here to talk to you. Yeah, but that's just the thing. 
They don't have the money. No one has the money. (laughs) China doesn't even have the money. But they own our debt. They went through and started buying our debt. So It'd be nice if they'd buy my debt. So No, it wouldn't, because then they own your ass. No, they don't. I, I, I ain't worth it. See, that's what I'm saying. Eventually, a country is going to say, hey, all that money you owe us, we want it back. And what are we going to do? Are we going to give it to them? Fuck no. We're going to be like, eh, sorry, uh, you're not getting that money. And they're going to be like, okay, well, well then we're going to go to war. Okay. I, war it is, like, my place or your place. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, essentially. Like, we've got, again, we need to make sure our mask is secured before we worry about the guy next to us. See, we didn't have this problem when we were on the gold standard. There was a tangible backing to our money. Yep. Every dollar was backed by a dollar's worth of gold. Yep. Which meant if our country had one trillion dollars worth of gold, then only one trillion dollars worth of paper currency could be circulated. Yes. So in order to create more currency, we would have to up how much gold we had. But then people were like, well, (laughs) I don't don't like that idea because then we can't just print money and buy things that we want, like tanks and fucking missiles. Let's get off the gold standard. Let's get rid of that. Let's go to a... Maybe we'll pay you back. Maybe we won't method. We'll print. We'll, we'll just print our own money. That's what we'll do. And so then we created the Federal Reserve, and they just started printing fucking money. And, you know, don't let the name fool you. They're not actually a part of the government. They're a private bank. Boy, it'd be nice if we could print our own money. Oh, no. If we print our own money? Oh, hell no. We can't. Oh, no, no. We can't print our own money. That's counterfeiting. But when the Federal Reserve does it, that's an influx of fucking income. Yeah, we, we, we can't do what they do. We can't print our own money. Because it's just meaningless paper. Nothing. It's not backed by anything. But what's it backed by when you do it? I have just as much right to grab a sheet of paper and write five Lassiter dollars and then go to a gas station and be like, here's this piece of paper. I would like five Lassiter dollars worth of gas. What's that in trade value? I don't know. What's the paper worth? 50 cents? Cool. I guess I'll get 50 cents worth of gas. Yeah. Like, I should have just as much right to do that. If you can just make up bullshit and say that it's currency, I should be able to just make up bullshit and say it's currency. But we can't do that because that's illegal. Yeah, it's counterfeiting when we do it. Unless we secede from the United States. Yeah, that's, that's never going to happen. 
They've been talking about the great divorce for fucking at least five years. That's not going to happen. Because there's no way to do it amicably. How would you split this country amicably where everyone was happy? You can't. Would you do east and west? North and south. Oh, we already tried that. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> North and south did not go well. Uh, but, I mean, h- how would you do it? Because you have Democrats all over the country, and you have Republicans all over the country. Yeah. So there's no way that you could split it in such a way that it would be amicable for both sides. And then there's the question of, well, who gets the military? Who gets the nukes? <laughs> yeah, you think... <laughs> You think the guys over there are going to want to give up all the nukes to the guys over here? Fuck no. And that's not like a child custody hearing. <laughs> uh, I, I, you get Monday through Thursday. We get the weekends. Like if some shit pops off on a Monday, but you got the nuclear football, we're fucked. Like there's just, there's no way to amicably do it. There's not. Uh, will there be a second civil war? I foresee one. Will it be in our lifetime? I think so we I think right now we're in kind of like a civil cold war uh, yeah, yes but so the way I've heard this explained and it's probably the best way I've heard it explained what was the reason for the first civil war uh, well depending upon which history book you read the correct version of history, if you will. It was about states' rights. <laughs> no, it was about slavery. Sorry. <laughs> it was about fucking slavery. Everyone, well, everyone, Slavery was involved with states' rights. Everyone says states' rights, and I'm like, yes, uh, but states' rights to do what? Own slaves? You got it. Yeah, everyone, all the people themselves, like, it was a states' rights issue. Yeah, it was a states' rights issue to own fucking slaves. It was, yes. Okay, so it was basically fought over human rights. Yeah. Okay. What is Roe v. Wade, if not a human rights issue? Yeah. That very well could be the catalyst for the second civil war. Possibly. Because never in history has anyone succeeded in taking anyone's human rights away. Except, see, I don't, I don't think Roe v. Wade would be the catalyst. I think it would be more... I th- I think it would be more of a race war more than anything. No, I, I think it would. I I don't think it would be a race war, and the reason I don't think it would be a race war is because you have black, white, Hispanic, and Asian Democrats. You have black, white, Hispanic, and Asian Republicans. That's not where we're split. Where we're split on is does a baby in the womb have rights? Can you just murder the fuck out of this thing? That's where we're, that's the hard division right now. I think that would be the one. People are going on the right say, yes, a baby has rights even in the womb. People on the left say, no, a baby does not have rights until it is born. Then you have some people on the really far left who think it's okay even after they're outside of the womb. Yeah, that that Northam thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so I think if, if anything, that would be the catalyst. Like, Roe v. Wade gets overturned and people that are, and I'm not going to say pro-choice because that's not what you are. You're not pro-choice. You're pro-abortion. 
And I, yeah. won't, and I won't say that you're pro-life because you're not pro-life. You're anti-abortion. Yeah. Because uh, tell a pro-life person, ask a pro-life person about the death penalty. See what they see what they think about it. Most of them are in favor of it. So you're not pro-life. You're anti-abortion. So yeah. you have pro-abortion, anti-abortion. And there you go. There's, there's your lines drawn. So... I could see that being the catalyst. Roe v. Wade gets overturned. The pro-abortion people lose their absolute fucking minds. Start rioting, burning, and looting everything. Gee, I wonder where we've seen that before. And eventually, the anti-abortion people get tired of that shit. Or it goes the other way, and Roe v. Wade gets overturned. And now it's a... uh, Okay, so if Roe v. Wade was overturned... And all the trigger laws. Do you know what trigger laws are? Yeah. Okay, so we have trigger laws on the books that would immediately ban abortions in several states. Immediately. Yep. So you are allowed to you were allowed to use lethal force in the defense of others. Correct? Mm, yep. Okay. So let's say Roe v. Wade's overturned and there's an abortion clinic operating in your state. And your state has a trigger law that just banned abortions. Well, guess what? Technically speaking, that unborn child is about to be murdered. You now have the legal, not I won't say an obligation, but you have now have the legal right to defend that unborn child with any force you deem necessary. Yep. So it could be a bunch of fucking... <laughs> Conservatives just start whacking abortion doctors. And that could be the way it kicks off. I don't fucking know. But as divided as we are, it's not going to take much. It does make one wonder. It does. I mean, but people are freaking out about that. And saying that the right's going further right. How? How? How is the right going further right? What are the? What have they done? That it, what is a conservative doing today that is further right than a conservative from twenty years ago? You know, you shared a meme the other day, and you and you know the one that I'm talking about. Ah, uh, maybe I don't. How know. how how the people in the middle tend to end up on the right. yeah you know and and the meme that i'm talking about you may have seen it you may not but it depicts both sides the left and the right and then it depicts somebody in the middle well somebody from the left pushes the individual in the middle who then falls into the right the right catches this individual hey are you okay and then all of a sudden the left is why are you supporting the right yeah that's usually how it happens uh, like my favorite podcaster to bring up, Temple. All right, love I love bringing him up. Like I've watched so many of his videos. Like he, the dude just makes sense. He's not a conservative in any stretch of the imagination, with the exception of he is now a two A absolutist. Yeah, he is all about them gun rights, but I, he's pro abortion to 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 an extent. Uh, first trimester. After the first trimester, he says, no, no more of that. Uh, 
he's very much uh, social health care. Very much for that. He thinks there there should be some level of social health care. Uh, he thinks that uh, he, he has a, a lot of very liberal or post-liberal, however you want to call it, talking points. Right. You, if I sat down and talked with Tim Pool, I would not come away going, man, that was a really conservative conversation I just had. I would come away going, I just talked to probably one of the coolest Democrats I've ever talked to in my fucking life. <laughs> like, he's very much a liberal. And people on the left are calling him far right. They're like, far right YouTuber Tim Pool. And I'm like, what the fuck is far right about Tim Pool? Yeah, granted, you want to you want to use that terminology against like Stephen Crowder? Okay, fine, I can see it. Maybe, uh, you, yeah, he's on the right. I wouldn't say he's far right, but he's on the right. But, well, from what I've noticed, uh, the liberal media tends to refer to anybody who does not agree with what they do or say as far right. Yeah, that's the way it goes. If you are on the left. Okay, let's say, uh, let's say you're, let's say you were a left-leaning individual, and you believed in everything they believed in, with the exception of one thing. You're a far-right individual. Guess what? You're far-right now. But on the right, you don't have to believe in everything they believe in. Yeah. <coughs> you 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 want socialized healthcare, universal healthcare. Okay, explain to me your position on that. Let's have a dialogue about that. Oh, well, you've made a good point. Here's my counterpoint to that. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. There's actual conversations that take place over here. We're actually trying to figure shit out. The only problem is the Republican Party won't get the fuck out of the way and let us figure the shit out. And the thing is, we try to figure things out based on logic. And reasoning. We don't let our feelings and emotions dictate how things go. Uh, for the most part. There are some that do. Like, and those are the far right people. And I, I will say, on the right, not u- using emotion would be the exception, not the rule. On See, the left, using emotion is the rule, not the exception. Yeah. See, like, okay, I also believe very strongly... About gun rights. Yeah, you're 2A absolutist. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't argue the point from an emotional standpoint. It, it depends. Like, you could and still be well within your rights. Like, I have the right to defend my family. Yeah. That is an emotional argument. But that is an emotional argument that is also factually correct. Yes. But the more logical and reasoned argument is there's a little document that has governed this country for, um, you know, over 250 years called the Constitution. And the Second Amendment to that Constitution guarantees me the right. It does. To keep and bear arms. And see, that's the beautiful thing about it. It just says keep and bear arms. It doesn't say what type of arms yeah the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed like 
back when the Constitution was written, you could have your own fucking warship. Yeah. With cannons. Yeah. And just sail around blasting your fucking cannons. Fire the cannons! Yes, you could do that. What would be the equivalent today? I'd like to have a javelin, please. I'd like to have a fucking LAV-25. Yeah, you know, something cool. I'd, I'd, I'd like to have a raptor. Actually, you know what? All kidding aside, no, I don't, I don't want a javelin. I don't need a javelin. I would be too tempted to have fun with the javelin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you see that house that's 500 yards away? Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go knock on the door and make sure nobody's home. <laughs> They're going to be really pissed when they get back. No, I, I would be, no, I would, javelin bad. But, uh, let's say. Uh, An M250 cow. No, 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 not even that. Okay, you, you, you were in the military. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a time that uh, you got to shoot a rifle that was less than 16 inches? Yeah. Okay. Uh, was there ever a time that you got to shoot a rifle that was less than 16 inches and maybe had a uh, sound mitigating device on it? Not me personally, but there were guys in my unit that had those. Okay. Was there ever a time in the military where you got to shoot a rifle that was less than 16 inches and had that third fire mode? Yes. Oh, so you're saying that while you were in the military, you got to shoot fully automatic, you got to shoot SBRs, and people in your units had suppressors. Yes. Why the fuck can I have that? Because at some point along the way, somebody thought it was a good idea to establish this little organization known as the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives that regulates that stuff because they think the average citizen is not responsible enough to have that kind of firepower. And actually, I believe the Gun Control Act of 1933 predates the ATF. And the Gun Control Act of 1933 is what got rid of fully automatic weapons. Hmm. Let's see here. I don't think the ATF was created until the 80s or 90s. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure the Gun Control Act... 1972. Oh, okay. I was a little off on the decade. But yeah, the Gun Control Act of 1933 predates... The ATF. We didn't have a branch of the government that regulated that until the 70s. We shouldn't have a branch of the government that regulates that. There should not be any laws, really, that regulate ownership of those items. No. And and people will always say, oh, so you're saying that felons should be able to own guns? Fuck yeah. Why not? Guess what? They went to jail. They serve their time. Why do we think we should be able to take their rights away? What gives us the power? See, here's one that I'll... Here, here's a situation that I'll propose to you. And I would be all for this. You have committed a felonious crime. Okay. You're in court before the judge. I'm okay. the judge. You're the felon. Okay. You, sir, have committed armed robbery. Uh-huh. You got one of two options. You can either do... 10 years in a federal penitentiary, 10 years hard time, uh-huh. or you can waive all of your constitutional rights. Yeah. And that would be a choice. And, uh, you know, a lot of people would probably waive their constitutional rights. Yeah. There was even, it used to be back in the day, and I've actually, I actually know a person that's happened to. Hey, you've been convicted of this crime. You can either go to jail or join the military. Yes. You can serve your time in jail or you can serve this country. 
Yeah. Those are your options. And, and that, in my opinion, is far better than the... With, because... and here, That and one depends on the crime, though. And here's the thing about it. It's not a... That's not a one you size choose to fit all. yeah it's yeah it's not a one size fit all for one fits all for one but it's also like you have to like there there are stipulations with that like a judge can say you can either go spend the next four years in jail or I see the potential in you to do good things yeah and I see the potential in you to have a successful life that a that felony one, conviction would that destroy. That one mistake should not destroy. So you can either do four years in prison and have a felony record, or you can volunteer to serve in the military for four years. You have to receive a what, honorable, honorable discharge. Anything less than an honorable discharge with the exception of a medical discharge, that was not self-inflicted. Like, you can't go hurl yourself off of a fucking mountain and break your back and say, oh, I broke my back. No. Like, you know, if you're in a fucking IED and your shit gets fucking rattled and they medically discharge you, yeah, that's one thing. But you can go do four years in the military and if you get an honorable discharge, the charges will be dropped. Yeah. And that's a good way to handle the lesser felony crimes. Because there are a lot of people out there that commit crimes because they have to. There are a lot of people out there that go and rob other people. Not because they want to, but because they don't see another way to make the money they need to provide for their family. Right. And those are the type of people that are willing to do whatever it takes to provide for their family that deserve a second chance. Yeah. I remember I came home on recruiter's assistance one year and the recruiter, I'm not going to say who it was because he technically couldn't advise me to do this, but while we were out of office, off the clock, so to speak, um, he was like, hey, go hit up the county jail. Don't try and get, you know, and someone that held up a liquor store at gunpoint. Or, but, you know, if there's a guy in there who got picked up for fucking, you know, marijuana possession, you know, had a fucking ounce on him or whatever. Not distribution level, but, you know, just personal possession. Actually, an ounce in Alabama would be distribution. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. You know, personal possession, misdemeanor, whatever. See if he would be interested in working out a deal. We can work out a deal with the judge that says, hey, this guy agrees to join the military for four years in exchange for having his charges dropped. Yeah. We used to be able to do shit like that. Not nowadays. No. And, and like I said, this would not be a one-size-fits-all. Like, sorry, if you're a rapist, you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> if you just murdered somebody in cold blood, you're going to jail. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your luck. Maybe don't do those things. But, you know, there are people out there that make mistakes that, given they were stupid fucking mistakes. Yep. But it shouldn't ruin their lives. Right. So they should be given a path to redemption. 
And you don't get that from the left. There is no path to redemption. Once you're canceled, you're canceled. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I would be all for, I'm the judge, you're the felon. You've been charged with this crime. We have enough evidence to convict you. Your choices are 10 years in a federal penitentiary doing hard time or waive your rights. Yeah. And if someone chose to waive their rights, then guess what? They, they, they made that choice. They made that choice. But if they chose the 10 years, then guess what? At the end of it, they get their rights back. They can vote. They can own a gun. You can't stop them. They have paid their debt to society. And, you know, I think things would be a lot better. Why? If an individual pays their debt to society, an individual gets sentenced to 10 years, goes to prison, and is released in eight years with good behavior. Well, for one... They've shown that they can keep their nose clean long or, enough to... Or not get caught. Yeah, there's that. But, you know, again, they've paid their debt to society. Why do we continue to punish these individuals after they have paid that debt back to society? Uh, because re- <laughs> they want return trips. They want you to feel like you have no out. So crime is your only option. So that way, this next time when you go, it's for even longer. And they get to make money off of you even more. They want you there. It's a money-making. Most of our prisons are for profit. Like, they're not nonprofit organizations. They're there to rehabilitate you. No. You're making the state money. Yeah. And if nobody's in prison, you're not making the state any money. So they want you feeling despair and downtrodden and at the end of your rope and going, I don't know how I'm going to, because I can't get a good job because this is on my record. So the only choice I have is to go commit the same crimes that got me put in prison in the first place. Yeah. You know, institutionally, being institutionalized is a thing. It happens. Yeah. People spend... So much time in prison. In prison, I can't fucking talk tonight. Apparently. People spend so much time in prison that that, that is the mindset that they have. Like it's the, the movie Shawshank Redemption yeah. is a perfect description of it. Um, Old Brooks? Yeah, Brooks gets released from prison. After he's been in prison for more than half of his life, Yep. Gets released from prison. He's working as a fucking bag boy at a grocery store. Yeah, I'd like, what was he, like 60 or 70 or 80, something like that? Yeah. old as shit. Yeah. And, you know, he, he writes a letter to the guys that he knew in the prison, and he says in the letter, I've thought about getting a gun and going back and robbing the grocery store that they made me work in just so I could come back to you because I was somebody there. Yeah. I was somebody who was respected there he in was the an, prison. In that, in that particular movie, he was an educated man. Yes. In prison. Like one of the most educated men at that prison. Yes. And that's a sad reality of it. Like, and it, it's it's worse on the other end of the spectrum of the fact that you're maybe you're not the educated man, but 
you go in as like this timid, shy guy, and then you have to adopt certain mannerisms that aren't you. Like, you have to become violent. Yeah. You have to learn how to defend yourself. And then you get out of prison, and you can't turn that off. And you're, so you go in as this timid 18-year-old that doesn't know shit about fuck that wouldn't hurt a fly, and then you come out, and you're like a violent person now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a really, really sad situation because, you know, a guy goes and spends four, five, ten years behind bars. He comes back out. He's a felon, for one. Yeah, and say bye-bye to any good job. Yeah. Which is bullshit, too. Yeah. Felony record? Nope, not going to happen. Sorry. No. I mean, you might be able to work some lowly little job that doesn't pay, but like nine, ten bucks an hour. Or you, you might get a job working for a fucking construction company. Maybe if you're lucky. If you if you're if you know if you picked up a skill or if you had the skill before you went in. But you know, like you said, if you're some eighteen year old kid who made a mistake. Well, you don't really have much of a skill set to speak of. No. So you've got to hope and pray to God you can learn a trade while you're in prison. I mean, you can get a degree in prison. Yeah. But actually, I think they've stopped that in a lot of prisons. The degree programs? I think they don't even do those anymore. Mm, No, I believe they still do. I don't know. We'll have to check on that. But, I mean, like, I have personal proof of this. So I got arrested a long time ago. In for, a galaxy far, far away. For possession. That, that was on my record. Right. And uh, so uh, I think it was right at the market crash of 08. Okay. I, I didn't have a job. So, like, I'm applying to places. trying. To, I didn't have a job for a solid fucking year. I didn't get a job until 2009. Right. Like, the entire year of 2008, I could not get a job. Mostly because no one was hiring. But uh, so I applied at a... Uh, RTI in Rainsville. And, uh, you know, me being the honest person I am, it said on the application, have you ever been convicted of a felony or a misdemeanor? Because they, in Alabama, they will ask you about misdemeanors as well. Yep. So I clicked the box, yes, explained what the misdemeanor was. Never got a call back. So fast forward to like 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. I was looking for a job again, and I had applied at RTI several times, and I'd always put yes on that uh, application that, yes, I had been convicted of a misdemeanor. Never heard a word from him. So I, I'm looking for a job. My friend tells me, hey, you should, you should come work at RTI. I was like, they won't hire me. He's like, why not? I was like, because every time I apply, I put yes on the misdemeanor. I never hear from him. He's like... Just fucking say no. He was like, that's, that's what I did. And I was like, huh. I never thought of that. Like, I never thought of lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, I get on line, fill out the application, gets to that question. Nope. Well, wouldn't you know, a few days later, RTI is calling me. They want me to come in for an interview. Huh. So, all because I was doing the right thing. And being honest and upfront about a conviction that happened in my past, 
I couldn't get a job making $12 an hour. <coughs> that is personal experience, and it's fucking bullshit. Uh, that's, uh, it really is. Yeah, that's, that is, that is the sad reality of getting arrested, which is funny because I could not get a job at RTI, but I could buy guns. I could get a concealed carry permit. The state of Alabama didn't deem me so dangerous that I couldn't have a deadly weapon, but a local business decided unilaterally that I was such a bad person that I couldn't work for their company. Shame. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it right there. Hell yeah. Don't forget, you can go on our Facebook. Ow. Felt like something just bit me on my lip. You can go on our Facebook, Al. <laughs> yeah. You can go on Facebook, look us up, like us, follow us, interact with us. Let us know what you think. You could do those things, or you can continue to not do those things. It's whatever. Yeah. You know, we like the interaction. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Reverse psychology. We don't like the interaction. Don't talk to us. We hate people. Leave us alone. I'm scared. I want to go home. <laughs> and buy some Toolman Tactical magazines. Or don't. We don't care. Yeah. We don't need the money from it. Yeah. It's not like we're rich. <laughs> God. We just do this for fun. For a while we were. <laughs> kind of still are. And then we realized that we could go to an avenue where we could actually get paid. Yeah. And have our own advertising. How's that working out for us? Not so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're still just doing it for fun. In the hopes that one day we will get paid. Maybe one day. Maybe Steven Crowder will listen to us one day. Yeah, maybe. And who knows? Steven, if you're listening, we'd love to be on the show. We'd love to have you on our show. It'd probably work better if we did the other way. It probably would. He's not going to want to sit in the garage. And well, he could do a phone interview. Yeah, I mean, For one, he's not going to come to Alabama from Texas. He might. He might be one of those, like, I like to be in person kind of guys. He might be. But uh, I mean, if he if he, if he he invited us to be on the show. I would like, definitely <laughs> drive to Texas. Oh, you're fucking A right. Dude, I would be in the car right now. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to be on here for a month. I don't care. I'll stay with somebody. <laughs> I know people in Texas. It's, I mean, you don't even have to come here. We can do a phone interview. Nope, 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 nope. Want to be there. Yeah, yeah. I want to be in studio. Yeah. <laughs> using using an SM7B. Yes. I, w- <laughs> I want to feel important, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully, at some point, we will have a producer working with us, and we can start incorporating live video into this. Yes. Uh, probably won't ever go on YouTube because Insta canceled. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll go on YouTube anyway. Fuck it. I don't care. Well, Insta canceled. <laughs> You'll get to see the first five seconds of our stream before it gets shut off. Fuck them. That'll be why it gets shut <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, man. Again, a big shout-out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talking. I'm Daniel Sanders. And I'm Matt Lasker. Thanks for listening, everybody.